a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! Brady has his fifth! guys welcome to the locker room podcast where we deep where we dive deep into everything sports whether you're a fan of basketball football baseball soccer or any athletic endeavor we've got you covered from breaking news in the world of sports to analysis of games so grab your sports drink and your favorite jersey and get ready to take a seat in the locker room with us it's time to talk sports i'm joined by chom pizzoli just fresh off the last game of the series the Nuggets get the sweep. So not the last game. Oh, yeah, the last game. So the Nuggets get the sweep on the Lakers. They are advancing to the finals for the first time in the franchise history. What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, first of all, that was a great intro until you said what my name was. Um, you know what? Maybe that can be my little advertising pitch to start the thing. And it's just so sad that you forgot one thing. This is What's your that? last podcast for a while. Yeah, I'm moving away a bit. Um, tell bigger, tell better what's thing. happening. So I've I've been offered a uh, a job in England to do a uh, like a sports internship over there. I don't even know how they got a hold of me. I'm invisible. Um, <laughs> mystery. Yeah, not this has actually been an AI mystery. this whole time. I've been an AI. Yeah, just been talking to myself. Yeah. Um. But yes, you are. He is going to England and Scotland. Yeah, and Ireland. And Ireland. I think Wales as well. I have no clue. Well, there you go. He's going everywhere, um, and we're going to miss him here because you can always rely on him to be ready for a podcast. And now I'm going to actually have to steal that intro that you just did because that was very put together. Uh, how long have you been thinking about that? I legit just downloaded an AI app and just said, "Write me an intro." <laughs> Well, there you go. Maybe I'll have to do that more. Um, before we get into the basketball, I just want to... Pretty, pretty cheesy, but I mean, what can you do? <laughs> before we get into basketball, I just want to bring up... Um, we fought, uh, Damian Hardwick's leaving Richmond. It's very sad. Three-time premiership coach. Um, Tom Morris, I think is his name. He can, get, he can get stuffed. I mean, releasing the news before it came public and pro- probably before he let players know, I think it's just dog shit. Um, let the coach have his moment, especially he's been there for 13 years. I, I just pissed me off a little bit, but um, it's a sad day. So that's why I've got the Richmond scarf on. I'll probably take it off soon. But um, yeah, that's that. We'll get into the NBA now. Um, now, obviously, the, we'll start off with the Nuggets-Lakers series. Obviously, the Nuggets swept the Lakers. I feel like the Nuggets always said in their press conferences as well, they're like, they're not underdogs, but they're always overlooked in media. And I think that's that's not rightfully so, but they always are overlooked in the media. It's always um, like after game one, they said the uh, the Lakers have figured something out by putting Rui Hashimura on Jokic. And I'm like, have they though? But um, I th- where do you think, I guess I'll start with the Nuggets side of things. Do you think they will be favourites? Because obviously it looks like they're going to verse the Heat, which we'll get to after. But do you think they should be favourites? Because I don't see anyone defending Jokic on either of those teams out of the East. Uh, yeah, they'll be favourites, but I, I, I doubt that they'll be clear-cut favourites. Mm. You know, you don't. I don't see a sweep happening in the finals. 
Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you can't, obviously, three teams now have seen, three good teams in the East have now seen that you can't underestimate the Heat, so. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, we'll move to the Eastern Conference soon, but I think it's time to, we, the main thing is to focus on the Lakers here. They've just got swept. They they did overachieve. Yes, they came through the play-in. I know the Heat did as well, but like obviously they made those trades midway through the season, getting Rui, um, and then obviously um, Austin Reeves had a breakout season, and he's going to be up for a big contract this year. And whether he re-signs with the Lakers or not will be um, interesting to see. I feel like he will. But where do you think the Lakers go from here? Because... Do they do they trade AD? I mean, I think we've mentioned this throughout the year. Like, I want to get more in depth about the game, but I just want to see what you think about where they go this off season. Um, I think well, I think Bobby Marks just tweeted out uh, what they've got for the off season. Actually, um, oh, so did he got, do his report thing? Yeah, he did the. So he's got they've got draft picks. They've got seventeen and forty seven. They got their own free agents in Austin Reeves, Rui, Lonnie Walker, and D'Lo. Um, and that's about it, really. Yeah. Yeah, I think. So, do you trade AD? I I just don't know how they're going to end up. They obviously there's talks about Kyrie, so I don't even know how they're going to do that. Hmm. Um, but they've yeah they've got after this year they've got no draft picks until. Yeah. Until until I'm 32, yeah. which is 2029. Yeah. So, uh, I, I wouldn't trade AD no. Yeah. For I, assets, yes, but for players, no. Yeah, I wouldn't do it for players or to compete or anything. But you you look at them um, like Austin Reeves and Rui are probably the two that you want to re-sign. Um, I don't know if they'll bring back D'Lo. They might. Um, I'd be kind of surprised. But then again, you can use him as a trade asset to maybe get Kyrie, um, sign and trade him. But um, no, I think like today was like you looked at the game and we'll get to my next question soon. But like you look at it today, LeBron played all but four seconds of the game. He's 38 years old. And then you've got Anthony Davis, who's meant to be in his prime, sitting on the bench in the last quarter for at least six minutes, seven minutes. And... He just he was so bad that first half. Like he was rebounding and he, he did get a couple of blocks, but offensively he just offered nothing. It was just like a traffic cone. And then LeBron uh was less atta- less aggressive in the last quarter, which was a bit of an issue in itself. But I think AD has had so many chances to like prove himself. And yes, they won the chip. Um, but he is meant to be the best player on this team and he's a long way off being the best player in the team, like LeBron at 38. And I know it's might not seem much of a uh, much of a shot at AD saying that he's not as good as LeBron, but he's 38. He should be better than LeBron because everyone thought AD was going to be that guy. Um, I think they need to move on from personally. Um, and like you said, they haven't got many draft picks. And I don't... Now, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying I want him at OKC. I don't. But hypothetically... If you're okay, if you're Lakers and OKC offer you three or four first round picks and a couple of other young players, would would you take that if you're the Lakers? Hypothetical, obviously. 
if wait so the Lakers get your picks. Yeah, get like four of yeah, our picks yeah. and then a couple of the younger players that we've recently drafted. Yeah, you would. Yeah. So I, I think Yeah, I just don't think I think it's more pressure on AD this offseason. And I I know I don't know why people would be putting pressure on LeBron, but I think it's it's all about AD this offseason and I know they're somewhat overachieved, but I still think they had to do better once they got to where they were. Like, yes, they shouldn't have been there in the Western Conference Finals, but they got there. They've got to do better than what they did. Um, Jokic got the uh, Western Conference Finals MVP. I, I was tossing that up. I'm like, he deserves it, obviously, but Murray could have easily have gotten it. He went, he played Unreal all series. Um, just, I just think with the triple doubles, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, And he was cooking AD, who's Unreal defensively. So, um. My next question is, now this question is going to pop up and it's probably going to be the headline for the, uh, it's going to be the thumbnail for the video or whatever. You, does this getting swept by the Nuggets somehow affect LeBron's legacy? I know it's going to be on every American news thing. How does it affect his legacy? Does it affect his legacy? I know he came out and dropped 40. He didn't do much in the last quarter. He looked passive in the whole last half, second half actually. But um where do you where do you stand on that? Do you think it affects his legacy at all, or do you think what what do you, where do you stand on that? I don't think it affects his legacy. I mean, Nick Wright today came out and said uh, the quote here um, because he says the Lakers could still win the series despite being down three 0 because they have LeBron. Yeah, I, I, and he says I think. It's it's on the board. Yeah. So Nick Wright's a loser. No one likes him. Yeah. Um, it's just empty comments, isn't it? Like obviously yeah. he he they have a chance because they haven't lost the series yet, but it's not. Um, I mean, he, he, it's just not the same LeBron though. That's yeah. that's the thing. But you know, he has he does he should have better players around him. That yeah, that's the reason why they got were in such a good situation and near the end of the season is because they had better players around him yeah. than what they had at the start. And they're, they're the ones that helped him get there. But then, and then I think it's the players that did, that, that did fail the team, like, like D'Lo not shooting well or yeah. the Nuggets playing just good basketball against him by pretty much switching every time, switching onto him every time on def on offense. Yeah. So. Um, and like LeBron even played uh, guarded Jokic for a bit and he did well on him um, yeah. now I don't think it I don't think it should affect his legacy like he's 38 years old um, mm. but I mean he's still getting to the finals yeah. like that they're still getting to the yeah. Western Conference finals like I, at that age yeah. as well and still mm. being better than probably 80% of the NBA yeah at that age as well so the reason I don't think it should affect his legacy is because I feel like before, uh, with like a quarter of the games left in the season, we were talking about whether his legacy would take a shot if they missed the playoffs again because it looked like they were going to miss the playoffs. For them to make the Western Conference Finals now, as much as I don't like the Lakers, like that's a step in itself. Um, they still beat the last year's champions in the yeah, Warriors. So. Yeah. And they beat, like I know the Grizzlies team were injured and stuff, but... They still bet. Wait, they versus the Grizz? No, 
the Warriors not oh no, no they bring no, the other they big versus because yeah, LeBron and yeah. Dylan Brooks. But um yeah, no, I think I but the thing I see is in ten years it's gonna get mentioned. If there if there's a debate between LeBron and Jordan, which it's gonna go on for forever basically, this is always gonna get mentioned and like I don't think it it should really be a point at this stage. If he wins another chip, then that can improve his legacy. But I don't think there's much now that can actually um, ruin his legacy unless he goes to averaging ten points a game on a shit team, which he won't do. Mm. Um, but I think his legacy is just stuck there. I personally second best for me. Um, I know you probably stand similar. I, I I toss up between second and third. I honestly think Kobe's around there as well but um yeah i know a lot of people are always going to argue but i just think that it's a bit naive to think that this ruins his legacy but in saying that do you think his chances of getting a fifth ring are, are over now do you think he's done not not going to like he's going to compete but i don't see him winning another championship um what do you think I, yeah, I can't see it anymore. But I mean, he's done. He's had a whole career of proving people wrong. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Jeremy Sohan on Twitter, he's he's pretty happy about it. Man, I don't know what what's happened here. Why he's got so much slander towards him now? Like he's been chipping. He just twenty six minutes ago. Good night. Hope everyone sleeps well. And then three hours ago, done, done, done. <laughs> I mean, he has got uh, Wembenyama on his. Well, he's gonna have Wembenyama on his team. So, um, but yeah. Um, also, it does finish the Jokic AD debate, as we discussed before. Um, that yep. I had many year ago. Um, I think don't say Lindy Waters getting swept in the Western Conference. Yeah, final. exactly right. My goat would never. <laughs> my goat would never. Um, but in saying that, like. I don't think you can compare Jokic and Embiid now. Like, obviously, Embiid's a lot better defensively, but I think the way Jokic carries his team is on a different level. Like, I'm not, when I say carry, I don't mean like he's got bums around him. I just mean like he somehow gets them to win, whereas Embiid, you always seem like give up or, um, not get back on defense or not run down the court on one end just because they're going to lose or some shit. Whereas Jokic usually plays towards till the end and you don't see him have very many poor games. Like if he has a bad game, if he has an okay game, it's still 20 and 10. Um, whereas Embiid can have 18 and three rebounds. Um, that's just my opinion. I wanted to get that out there because I saw all these clutch points and shit talking about how Embiid deserved the MVP, and which he did. But it's like all these past couple of years, you always talk about Jokic winning MVP and then not doing anything in the finals, uh, in the playoffs. And it's like, well, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that whole situation? Do you... No, not anymore, really. I think yeah, it's been touched on a lot this season yeah. with us. And like, oh, I didn't even know when the when the hell did you get Jared Butler? Okay, see, yeah, you signed. Okay, it's a, I didn't even know that you signed him in March. I can't you him to, He wouldn't have played March. He wouldn't he, have played at all. It's a two way contract, but I didn't. I, did, I was just looking at the contracts for next year for all the teams, 
It just says OKC Jared Butler. Like, yeah, we, we wouldn't have. Uh, we wouldn't be. Um, he played six games played. for you. Started okay. one. That's more than I thought. Um, and the average six points. But anyway, sorry about that. No, <laughs> that's fair. Um, we'll move off that. Move off the current playoffs now. Um, one thing I do want to touch on is the coaching situation. So, a lot of like high caliber coaches have been fired recently. Over the past four years, I reckon three or four coach of the years and championship coaches have been fired. Um, now I want to focus on one in particular though. Where do you think Monty Williams ranks as available coaches? Because I like they the media always says when a coach gets fired gets fired, like say Coach Bud, it won't be long until they're coaching it won't be hard for them to find another job in the NBA. They, it won't be long. They expect them to be coaching next season. Whereas with Monty Williams, I'm starting to think he might not be coaching next year and it might be a little bit longer until a little bit down the road until another team makes another firing for him to get a position. I just, where do you think he ranks among available coaches? And if you don't have a ranking, I have mine ready. So as like a top priority. Yeah. Yeah. Like top um, well, available coaches. You see how quickly he, he turned around Phoenix's situation. I mean, if I'm like Minnesota or Utah or something, especially Utah, where they're just yeah. starting their um, rebuild, but uh, Utah got a great coach anyway. So, yeah. Um, but maybe Minnesota that hmm. I, I could possibly see them. Like I could imagine them going for someone like Monty. So, yeah, that's, but yeah. But for high priority, yeah, I'd probably he'd probably be at the top top of the list. I mean, finals. Really, he's been. Yeah. Ooh, oh, we've got a very differing opinion here, then. I so I think he's, I think he's lucky to make it top four. I think I would have personally, I would have Coach Bud at the top, and then I would have Nick Nurse, and then I honestly think Kenny Atkinson. Should I don't I know he's assistant coach of the Warriors, but like, and I think it sounds like he's going to get another job. Um, I honestly, Kenny Atkinson's better, even though he didn't get the Nets team to the finals or anything. I just the way he coached was like he's a very good coach. And then the ones that I could you could make an argument for, but I'm not going to say that are better is like, um, your Dwayne Casey's. I'm trying to think of the uh, like I love Frank Vogel. I think he's up there. I think that's the area that I would put Monty Williams in. So I think he's about fourth or fifth best available mm. coaches. But the problem is, reports came out that um, that what's his name, uh, the Raptors are looking. To, they've looked into signing Steve Nash as a coach. So that's one of the job openings. They also looked for, into JJ Redick as well. Yeah. So it's like that's one coaching position that's gone, and that's not even one of the top available ones. So you've got. I don't know how many more coaching positions left. Maybe Joe Mazzulla loses his job at the Celtics. Um, Especially and, with those comments where he's pretty yeah. much lost the, the whole locker room. And it's like, you got Coach Bard and you got um, Kenny Atkinson that looks like he, I think it was the Milwaukee job that he's um, been interviewed for, one of the final interviews. And then um, Nick Nurse. That's three coaches that are basically locked to get a job. So I don't think Monty... I don't think he head coaches next year, personally. Um, the year after that might be the year when someone fires, gets fired and that happens. But 
That's where I was saying. I don't know how Tibbs didn't get fired, to be honest. He had the same situation as Coach Bud, except... So would you take... Would you take... The only reason I wouldn't take Monty is because he's not... Like, he's... So many times he failed with matchups. Like, he single-covered Giannis with Aiton, even though he was dropping 50 on him, basically. And it's like, it just didn't work. And you didn't with, change with, it after two games. So with Phoenix, Monty didn't let the players let them down. Oh yeah, no, de- yeah, definitely, yeah. But um, to lose two game sevens at home in by thirty plus points each time, I think I don't I don't know if the Nuggets ended up being thirty, but like it was just embarrassing. Um, I I think it was the right decision. I. You didn't think it was the right decision, did you? I'm trying to recall if we discussed this previously. What's that, sorry? Uh, firing Monty Williams at the end of the season, like after what happened with that loss to the Nuggets. Um, I, I can't remember. Either. But where do you stand? Do you think it was the right call or anything? Or do you think they should have kept him? I think they should have kept him, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um. Well, my overrated, underrated was going to be Monty Williams, but I think we've covered enough. Oh, also Doc Rivers as well. Oh, yeah, and Doc Rivers. He, I think he's, how did I forget about him? But, like, he's in that same pool where I think you've got those three coaches. Um, who was it? It was Bud, Kenny Atkinson, and Nick Nurse. They're, I feel like they're the A-grade sort of, coaches and then you got the the next pool which is your Casey's, your Vogel, um, Doc Rivers. As much as I used to love Doc Rivers, he's he's been disappointing for a long time now. Like obviously the Clippers didn't get to the conference finals. The Sixers didn't get to the conference uh they haven't got to the conference finals yet. And it beats nearly thirty. So it's like that's pretty not embarrassing, but it's not good enough. Um and then we'll talk about another thing about the Sixers later. But we'll move on to overrated and underrated. I'm going to have to come up with this on the spot because I can't go Monty Williams now. Um, so if you do you have one by any chance? Because I've got one in my head, but I'll... Oh, I never had one to begin with. I, I, didn't, I yeah. thought this was your thing. Yeah, no, it, it is. But that's why I thought if you had a player that we hadn't talked about. But um, we'll go first. James Harden. I mean, it's hard to say, but James Harden. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say on that one. I think he's a bit overrated for, mm. for just for the playoffs and this this season and that. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, like Philly did well, obviously, mm. but for him to shit the bed, yeah, I like a lot of players. Yeah, now it's I feel like it's situational because I I agree. I think he's overrated, but I think it. I think there's more to it. I think he's overrated on a good team, but he's underrated on a mediocre team. Like, you look at the Rockets teams, yeah, they had Chris Paul. But, like, I think he's obviously at his best when he is the focal point of the team. And, like, everything runs... Like, that game one against the Celtics where he had 42 without Embiid playing and they won. I think that's when he's at his best. Um, but I'd currently say he's overrated now. Um and that we'll get onto him possibly moving on after this. But um, next one, back to Lakers, AD. Uh, underrated. Really? 
Yeah. Uh, I guess, okay. Yeah, I'll hear you out here first before I comment because... Oh, well, I mean, he, he is a good player and, like, there's no denying that. He's yeah. not better than Jokic, so, obviously. But yeah. um, he's he's highly valued. He's a high value player, I think, on any on any roster. Like yeah. his rim project, his rim protection, his scoring ability. Uh, yeah, there's so many big men in the league that would just wish to have one of those skills. Yeah, and I think he has a lot of skills yeah. that most big men don't have. I, I see. This is hard because like. He's got all the ability in the world. And when he was at the Pelicans, God, he was just unreal to watch. He was aggressive. And, like, he's obviously still an elite defensive player. But I'd slightly go overrated. Slightly. Because, like, yes, he's still got the defensive player, but he's just so inconsistent and bad on offense that it's gotten to a point where it's like, what he, a lot of the time he's a traffic cone. Like everyone thought Jokic, he would cook Jokic. And he did have a couple of good games against Jokic. But Jokic held his own too. He blocked him several times. He shot a poor percentage from the field. I think today he shot pretty shocking. I think it was four for 15 at one stage. Um, I could be wrong. But I think he's slightly overrated, but I'd love to see him get back to his Pelicans days, whether he can. I know the injuries and everything is a massive deal with him, but... um. I hope I get to see, hope we get to see that. Um, the last one for overrated, underrated. This one might be a little bit difficult. Kyle Lowry, and also when you're answering this, I want you to state whether you think he should be a Hall of Famer. Hall oh, of Famer, jeez. Uh... It's a tough one, isn't it? I, I saw. Someone... I, I don't think he's a, he's not an NBA. He's a basketball Hall of Famer, obviously. Yeah. But NBA Hall of Fame? Mm. No. Yeah, I agree. Flopping uh, Hall of Fame? <laughs> yes, first ballot. Big Woody. Mm. It's just been disgusting. <laughs> um, just facts. Um, overrated, I underrated, though. Overrated, but I mean, I just think it's because he not as good as what he once was now. Yeah. I, still valuable. Yeah. He's still very oh, valuable. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's definitely valuable. And I'm going to go overrated just because, like, you look at that um, that Toronto team that won the chip. Yes, they had Kawhi, but they also had Siakam. They had Van Vliet that went off. They had Marcus Gasol. Like, Kyle Lowry was good, but it's not like he was as good when as he was when DeMar was there. And it was basically just them two. Um, when they were on top of the East or second in the East, but um, I think I think you're right. I saw a post saying that they think he's a Hall of Famer, and I'm like, if you put him in the Hall of Fame, you may as well just put anyone that's won one ring in the Hall of Fame. Like he's done a lot for the team, yeah, I get, but he's not an NBA Hall of Famer. Like, like you could argue, well, there's a lot of arguments going around about Rose, and he's won an MVP didn't win a um, championship, but it's like, I think, yeah, I think he's slightly overrated. Um, I nearly drifted off track then. But, yeah, I, yeah, I just think he's overrated. 
I like mm. him. And like now he's coming off the bench. He's not even starting. Um, and there was a lot of issues going throughout the year about whether he's going to get traded or not. He nearly got traded at the trade deadline. So um, great player. And I don't like, I don't have a disliking for him or anything. And yes, he is a flop, but um, I think he's slightly overrated as well. Um, before we move on to the last series, Nick's legend retired today. Um, a, a nugget and OKC okay, legend. OKC okay, legend. Atlanta Hawks legend, Carmelo Anthony. Um, <laughs> One of the greatest Hawks of all time. Hawks I saw, all time. I saw jo- George Carl send out a tweet saying, like, what a great career. I, don't, I, th- I feel like it's the only one he didn't retweet. Um, obviously, George Carl's been uh, targeted a bit by these former players. But um, I guess, first of all, he's a, whole, he's a lock for a Hall of Famer, isn't he? Top 10 yep. scoring. Um, what was your favorite, Mallow? Was it was it just like when he first returned when he first came to the Knicks? I my favorite's Hoodie Mellow. I just love Hoodie Mellow and just the whole thing around that. But um, we're just some memories about Mellow that you've. you've the thing got. is, though, I don't have many memories because when I started watching basketball, he was sort of on his way out. Like oh, yeah. He was about to. Yeah, so I, I didn't get to I didn't get to watch much of him, unfortunately. I'm just going to. Like the only thing I could. Yeah, the only thing I can see is the rookie Porzingis year, mm. but um, but and just like the highlights that I've seen, yeah, I didn't really watch. Yeah. I didn't watch and any, re- unfortunately. And he's rebounding when he's like, "Fuck out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw I saw a clip of that. That's always funny. They need to put that in two K. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but no, I think yeah, obviously a great player, but this is now a dilemma where he's a Hall of Famer and he played at the Nuggets and you could uh, there's a lot of arguments saying that he should get his jersey retired. But the thing is, he's got the same jersey as Jokic, like the same number. And everyone knows that once Jokic finishes up, he's getting his jersey retired. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I think he's already locked that in, basically. Um, yeah. So where, what, where do you stand? Do you think they... To wait till Jokic retires and then retire Mallow and Jokic both number fifteen, or do you think they retire Mallow but they let Jokic continue, or do you not think they should retire Mallow at Denver at all? Because like I know he had a pretty good, like that's when he was at his prime basically, um, arguably, and him at the Knicks at the start was probably his prime as well. But do you think they should retire his number in Denver? Like it's just a massive. Conundrum that um, yeah, I, I can I can see them doing it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's just a bit conflicting with the Jokic number. Yeah, they need they need. I think first game at the Garden next year they need to retire. Either that or went wait till the Nuggets play the Knicks at the Garden. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. And do something there. Or so or Nuggets versus OKC. Or, yeah, or, or Atlanta versus or Atlanta versus OKC. <laughs> OKC. Yeah, just we're forgetting and, he played for but, the Lakers as yeah, well. Yeah, it's it's uh <laughs> it's OKC playing in Atlanta, but his jersey retirement's in New York. But we'll be doing <laughs> something at the OKC game for him. Um, yeah, he just flies in and flies yeah. out. Um, but yeah, I thought that's a bit of an issue because I think they both deserve their jerseys retired. But I feel like this is the first time that's ever happened. Um. 
other jersey retirement players that's coming at the end of the year, probably Udonis Haslam. I mean, doesn't do anything, but he's a vocal point in yeah, the, the room. The bench is going to be a lot quiet with all the yeah. collapse next season. So, Oh, why didn't they just put him in the other day when they're up 30? Like, come on. Um, Still has a chance of winning another final. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, we'll move on to the other series, which is the Celtics heat. Now, that no one really gave the heat a chance. They eight seed. They struggled against the Hawks. They just beat the Bulls, and now they've beaten the Bucks. They've beaten who they beat in the second round. Knicks. They beat the Knicks, and wow. and they're going three up against. You just the wanted Celtics. me to say, it, didn't you? No, I genuinely forgot. <laughs> um, they're gonna they're going up three oh against the Celtics. Um, do you feel like? Do you think the Celtics get a game at all? Like, I will start there. Do you think they get a game at all? No, I reckon it's long. I reckon they are they are done. Joe Mazzulla fired. He just signed a contract, long term contract this year. Obviously, it's his first year coaching. Yeah, I can, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just where do you see the locker, like the team going forward, mm. like with them, like yeah. with Mazzulla, like after one season, they've they've already lost the, mm. he's lost the team. Sort of, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be you'd be dumb to fire him, like, you can't just keep, yeah, swapping. cycling through. Yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna do anything. Um, now obviously, they can't get back Ema Udoka because he's gone to Houston, and a lot of people are arguing saying they should have just suspended him rather than uh let him go. I thought they did, I honestly they did they initially, did they said they suspended him for the year. And then they decided to bring back because I think Yudoka was entertaining like the Brooklyn Nets job and stuff like that. So they yeah. just made a call to keep Missoula. And like he was a coach of the year candidate. So I mean, it's not that bad. But I want to lead into my next question. A player that's been coach playing of the year last year. A player that No. Eme did, I think. That's yeah, so I was wondering who Oh was yeah, it. no. But um my question is do you so Jalen Brown's up for a max contract, which is like two hundred and sixty million, I'm pretty sure. And yeah. Tatum's gonna get paid in two years when his max is three hundred and ten, three hundred ridiculous amount of money. Which won't Jaylen, take over till twenty twenty six, twenty seven season. And I love Jalen Brown. He's played horrible this series, like horrible, shot poorly. If you're the Celtics and you know that you're gonna have to pay Tatum three hundred million, because obviously Tatum is your player. One, are you re-signing Jalen Brown? And if not, where do you think Jalen Brown goes in the offseason? Well, he's still got another year left there next year. Mm. And I don't know if it's a player option. I can't. I think it's... Celtics probably want to trade him, though, before he has no value. Yeah, I mean, you're going to pay $30 million him next year. Possibly I don't know. The um, yeah, the Rockets, yeah, potentially, yeah. Maybe even Dallas. Yeah, that'd be a good fit. Um, um, but it depends on who Dallas would give up for him. Uh, what was the question again? I kind of just got lost. Uh, where do you think? Do you think the Celtics should be signing? And if not, where do you think he would end up? Maybe probably Dallas. And I see. I don't see them re-signing him. Yeah, I, I don't see. And, like, obviously, I feel uh, like he's had a lot could. of stuff go on with the Celtics fans. Um, obviously, yeah. 
Boston's a pretty known for having some. Um, yeah, I don't know how to word it properly, but I racist. Of, yeah, yeah, basically just allegedly. Alleg- yeah, we've never been there, but um, but yeah, so I think it wouldn't surprise me. Um, could go to Houston, and another player that's linked with Houston is James Harden. <laughs> um. I saw Jalen Green comment today about James Harden going there, how it could be a benefit and a downside for his growth. And I'm just sitting there, I'm, I'm thinking, James Harden's getting traded to Houston. You're probably going the other way. <laughs> like, I don't mm. see Jalen Green staying at the team if they get a superstar in a trade, personally. Um, and they need yeah. to make moves because OKC has their picks. Um, where Do you see Harden staying at Philly? This would be the last thing before we finish up as well. Um. No. I think they're done. Yeah. I think the Harden in Philly. Yeah. Is done. I agree. Um. Before we finish up, LeBron's just out of his press has said he's got. I've got a lot to think about just personally with me moving forward with the game of basketball. I've got a lot to think about. I don't know yep. why people would be worried because I think he's already said that he's going to be playing until his brother or until his son is in the league. So it's another, what, two years of guaranteed playing? Whether it's at the Celtics. Yeah, maybe he's in college next issue. year, so. Yeah. Like, maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's the, he's not going to be at the Celtics. And I've just scrolled down twice and I've seen he's a Nick and he's got a Knicks jersey on and then he's got the Miami Heat jersey on. Oh, oh, God. oh, of course. Yep. The two the two most common teams <laughs> with the jersey swaps. Um, so uh yeah, I mean who knows what could happen with LeBron. But with the sadder exit coming up, this is your last podcast for how long are you going for? Um be back July fifth. So that's probably after the end of the finals. So it will yep. be after the end of the finals. So yeah. Hopefully it'll be after the, the uh, actually yeah, I'll just check when the NBA draft is. But um we've got just over a minute left. So thank you, Sharpie, for everything. We're gonna miss you. Um yeah. I'm probably gonna have to do podcast by myself for a little bit. Until... I'll, I'll miss the draft as well. Yeah. Well I'm gonna have to do podcast by myself for a little bit because Lockie's um drifted away. So maybe I'll have to get some special I'm, guests. I might on. I might try and come back for the draft. I might try yeah. and do we'll it even if it's like four in the morning. We'll see if we can plug you in. Um, at, <laughs> yeah that was a pause um well thanks for joining us sharpie too easy we'll see you in a month two months and yep. thanks for listening whether it's on youtube spotify um we'll end up getting more soon i keep saying that it's gonna happen uh we'll see you next week and it'll probably be just me so bye toodles all these jumpers <laughs>